is Hard Place, a novel by R.A. Jacobson. Listener discretion is advised, contains strong language, violence, and some adult situations. Chapter 75, A Game of Chicken. The gap closed. Jacob could see Brandy sitting in the passenger seat of the oncoming GTO, looking terrified, eyes wide, her mouth a big O. He wasn't sure her contract would protect her from the collision. Beside her, forearm resting on the steering wheel, the judge leaned back, unconcerned, and smiling, always smiling. Clyde's engine screamed, topped out. The speedometer's needle had wrapped around past 120 miles per hour till it bounced on the wrong side of the pin at zero. The truck floated on its suspension, barely touching the ground. There was no way of telling how fast they were traveling when their chrome bumpers met. The two vehicles exploded into fragments of glass and metal, bending and twisting wildly, as if they'd been turned to liquid, molten metal flowing into each other. Brian's door was flung open, casting him sideways into the ditch. He plowed into the earth and grass, rolling and flopping like a rag doll. Jacob snapped forward. His body bent the steering wheel over as he was flung headlong through the windshield, glass tearing his face and arms to bloody shreds. He flew over the roof of the crumpling GTO and slammed into the hard pavement where he skidded, coming to a stop face down yards away from the crash. His right arm was scraped to the bone and his left hung at a crazy angle. He sat up, the flesh beginning to return to his arm, and the other straightened. His shirt and jeans were torn, and he had lost a boot. Jacob stood, swayed, and limped toward the tangle of metal, glass, and rubber that had been Clyde. He stopped and surveyed the carnage. The truck had been nearly sheared in half, the largest portion lying on its side in the ditch. Ticks from the overheated steel mixed with a high-pitched whistle of steam as it poured from the burst radiator filled the air with a hot smell. The remnants of the truck quivered as they tried to rebuild itself. Clyde had never taken this much damage, and Jacob wasn't sure he could come back from it. Brian stood, brushing glass and dirt from his tattered jeans, just as an electric spark ignited the gas that had flooded out. The explosion launched Brian 20 feet into the field and hurled Jacob back down to the pavement. When he pushed himself up, Clyde was engulfed in roiling flames. The intensity of the heat grew as one tire burst, sending flames into the air. Jacob staggered back, smelling burnt whiskers. The judge, unfazed by the inferno, looked at the wreck of his GTO. He turned, straightened his tie, and smiled at Jacob. Strewn across the pavement, mixed in with the small cubes of shattered glass and the shards of metal were silver coins glinting dully in the sunlight. The judge looked about, his smile widened. Well, Jacob, thank you for finding these coins for me. I nearly have enough. From the wreck of the GTO, through a ragged gap left from where the door had been, Brandy crawled out, dazed but okay. Brandy, you're okay! What the fuck? Why are you with him? Jacob yelled. She pushed her hair back. He promised me I could live forever, young and beautiful. That's what I want. All I had to do was give him those coins I saw you bury. Brandy's defiance returned as her eyes cleared. It's my way out. He's a liar. He's not what he says he is. Any deal is better than no deal, she said, her voice small and shaky. Now, Jacob, that's not nice. I'm the one who marked you. 
Brian, and most of your friends. You shut the fuck up. Now, now, Jacob. No need for that kind of language. Why'd you kill Anne? Why'd you kill Grant Anderson? What did they ever do to you, you son of a bitch? Brian ran at the judge. Now, boys, I can see you're upset, but really, what do you expect from me? It's my nature, the judge said. I am so fucking sick of hearing that. Jacob leaped, swinging a massive punch at the judge. His fist connected with very little effect. Brian's fist crashed into the judge's face and pushed him back a pace. Jacob hit him again. Brian followed. They smashed into him, huge, powerful blows, one after another, delivered with all the force their combined weight could muster. Blows that would have crushed any man's skull, that would have pulverized rock and stone again and again, left, then right, then left again. They were pounding the judge, pushing him back small steps, but with no effect. His head barely shifted as the blows rained down on him. It was almost like they were not even touching him, except his hair moved slightly. The judge smiled. In between blows, the judge said, Jacob, Brian, boys, this is getting us nowhere. With an almost gentle sweep of his hand, he sent them flying back. Brian skittered across the pavement, his skin and flesh scraped off in long, gory strips. With a crunching sound, Jacob slammed into the wrecked GTO, pushing in the only straight body panel. Jacob moved to stand as the judge walked toward him. He saw his Stroger shotgun lying within arm's reach, oddly right beside his missing boot. It had flown from Clyde's cab. He grabbed it and spun as the judge reached down for him. With no time to brace or even aim, Jacob pulled back on both triggers. The blast tore through the judge's face. He staggered back and raised his arms to where his face had been. He touched the gore-covered ruin. His face was already rebuilding itself. Small threads of flesh knitted the bone and meat back together. Within minutes, he smiled and straightened his blood-soaked tie. From behind, Brian picked the judge bodily up, lifted him over his head, and threw him past Jacob to slam against the GTO. The impact pushed the wreckage farther into the ditch. Brian stalked forward. He grabbed the door that had been torn from the GTO. He swung it in a massive arc to slam down on the prone figure of the judge. It folded over his back, pushing him into the earth. Glass and rubber flew in a stream behind the door as Brian lifted it and brought it down again even harder. It crunched, metal protesting as it bent over the judge. Enough! The judge roared as he stood, pushing the crumpled door aside. He reached out and grabbed Brian's left arm and tore it from its socket. Brandy screamed. Blood sprayed in a wide arc. The judge brought the limb around to crash heavily against Brian's head. I gave you these, and I can take them back, the judge said. Stunned, Brian lurched back, staring at where his arm used to be. With a flick of his hands, the judge's mud-caked, bloody clothing became pristine again. He walked up to where Brian swayed, his arm regrowing. They regarded each other. Brian, I revoke your contract, the judge said as he tossed the bloody arm aside and turned to face Jacob. Brian looked from the stub of his arm to Jacob, puzzlement in his eyes. They widened, the irises turned a milky white as his knees folded and he tipped forward. Jacob ran forward to catch him, but Brian's body disintegrated into white powdery ash as it slipped through his fingers to strike the blacktop. Brian was gone. Jacob screamed, No! 
Tune in next Tuesday for Chapter 76, Mr. June and Mr. September Arrive. Stories from a Hard Place is a narrative podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, R.A. Jacobson presents another chapter from Hard Place, read by the author. Opening music by Noah Zachran. Production copyright by R.A. Jacobson, 2022. If you'd like to support Stories from a Hard Place, please go to patreon.com forward slash hard place. If you would like a book version, either ebook or print, you can find it anywhere books are sold, including your local library. You can find links to all these and much more at Dead Cat Studio. That's deadcatstud.io. Thanks for listening. Keep the shiny side up.